Retro Blist is from here on out dedicated to Jane Franklin. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Trevor, I'm just so happy that we get to go on this adventure together. Me too, here in this wonderful land full of rolling hills and... Cliffs. Cliffs. we got to get across this. Well, Johnny, that is no problem. What What do you mean? Is there a bridge? I don't see a bridge. No, there's no bridge. I brought my magic bag. A magic bag? That, this sounds fishy. Here, let me show you. Okay. Oh, so sorry, sorry. Wrong magic bag. Ooh, All right, here man. we go. Um, here it is. That. See? Oh. Okay, that's so, a nice looking bag. If you just reach into this magic bag, Johnny, whatever we need for whatever situation we're in, we're going to find it. I feel like I was tricked into doing this one time, and it took a lot of therapy for me to get past it. This is totally different. Are you sure? And I am sorry about that. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to reach in. So you're telling me that whatever is in here will help us get across this cliff? Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, what's... Trevor, this is just a coupon for for one free back rub. Oh, well, you can cash that in later. Here, let me grab in. Let me grab in the bag. All right, rummaging around here. Here we... uh, Oh, this is... This is a beat-up copy of Magic Johnson's fast break oh man that won't help us yeah i thought you said this bag was great it's not that great Uh, all right listen let's go around the cliff and just see if if we can find a way around it and i'm sure it'll come in handy later okay all right oh oh well here we go we can go around it this way okay all right oh wow but that is a giant and i do mean giant kangaroo that looks very angry coming right at us hopping man Yes. Let's reach in this magic bag. You go ahead. Okay, here I go. Here, oh, we was bound to be something good. I mean, there's not a lot of magic bags. Oh, I got something here. It, uh, Trevor, this is this is just a a coupon for one free hug. You know, I'm starting to realize these are all things I put in here earlier today. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I'm in trick. You know, I bought this magic bag from this guy in a back alley. Yeah. Um. I can't tell you what it costs me, but it, uh, therapy, you know. Um, I bet this one last thing that you pull out, though, will... But I, I feel good about this. Yeah, All however, right. this this kinger is getting close. I don't want to catch it. Right, I'm reaching hug, in. Catching this free hug. Okay, I feel something. It's it's kind of... It's hard. It's, it's kind of... Okay, it's like rectangular in shape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a boom box. And it says, play me. Oh, I don't... I don't, are you supposed to hold it over your head? Right, I press the play button. Oh no, it's a podcast. It's Retro Blist! Hello, everyone. 
everyone, welcome to our top list. We are your two. I guess we're redneck. That's what people think we are. Why not? Even we though the stereotype. Even though literally the only redneck thing we are is that we're from the south. There's a pig in the trunk. There's a pig in my bridges. What you do in your spare time is your business. But today, hey, don't knock it till you try. We're covering a retro game. That's Just what we do. Snouting around. Hope you've been enjoying our pocket review episodes on the off weeks. And our new, not improved, but more frequent yes. full episodes. Instead of making it better, better quality without quantity. Yeah. And I was about to say something bad. I shouldn't say that. I want to hear it. <laughs> we can always beef it out. <laughs> this is just really petty and terrible. Okay. I'm, Johnny. I want to hear it even more now. Let's be honest. Yeah. We have <laughs> we've quadrupled our content. Yes. Here in the last month or so we have because we were barely releasing one episode a month barely and i know like we're doing it because we want to do it and because we think people want it which we're wrong but that's what we think <laughs> it's, literally no one's asking for it <laughs> but to show you johnny how little people are asking for it yeah our net reward for this so far our quadrupling our episodes uh -huh. is we've lost one patron <laughs> okay. just today i meant to tell you that <laughs> oh, no i thought i've been having such a good day uh we had some good food uh, you know, uh, we played a game, got to hang out together. It's always a good day for me. Um, kind of glad you didn't tell me that till now. Yeah. But it makes sense. We decided to give the fans more of us and they obviously do not want it. They were reminded, oh yeah, I need to cancel that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Patreon, don't um, cancel it. Yeah. Oh, I got a quick apology. Oh. <laughs> By the way, I'm totally not calling anybody out. We don't expect anyone to donate for any certain amount of time. It's whatever you're able to yeah. do or feel like doing. Honestly, that anybody even joins it in the first yeah. place blows our mind. So. Yeah. Seriously, just kidding. It was a joke, but I did think it was funny. Yeah. But if you do want to go on there and donate a dollar, we can. you can still do one or five dollars. I never deleted the five dollar tier. That's just if you want to be super ridiculously generous. Yes. But for a dollar, you can listen to anything we've released on there. And I promised on our Legend of the River King pocket review episode... That the original raw recording that we screwed up, or my computer screwed up, would be available to patrons. Yes. Come to find out. With exclusive jokes exclusive that Tim jokes. and myself are quite proud of. Yes. I mentioned it eight times, I think, Yeah, during that episode. In fact, <sighs> even not recording it, you were these were the things you were telling me to make me feel better to record the new version. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Johnny was pretty down about the fact that we had to record yeah. it again. But at least I was telling them we can release this as a patron episode. Yeah. yeah. But apparently my computer was so screwed up that it never actually loaded it on a Dropbox. So that doesn't exist is what we're trying to tell you. Which is mind-blowing because I promise <laughs> that is how I listen to it, on my Dropbox. Yeah. So the fact it's not there is amazing to me. But it's not. Um, so that never happened. So, yeah. I'll, I'll do something to make up for it. Um, <laughs> it'll require more therapy, I'm sure. But today, Johnny. Yes. We're reviewing... Felix the Cat for the Nintendo Entertainment System, 1992 Hudson Soft, 93 for the Game Boy. There was a, I think it has like half the levels, but it is a similar game. Yeah. Um, but we're covering the NES version, a 1992 platformer based on Felix the Cat. Um, we got two things here, like memories of the game, but also Felix the Cat, the property. Yeah, Felix the Cat itself, even... In these uh, early 90s, he was kind of uh, past his era. Yeah. But the only reason that I even knew of him was, besides being a cartoon connoisseur, mm. uh, is that, you know, my grandma, who I was very close to, 
uh, had some of those, you know, those uh, uh, VCR uh, videotapes that had like the different cartoons on it, the older ones. Yeah. And Felix the Cat, Betty Boop, the old Supermans, all those are Popeye, you know, all those mm-hmm. are on some of those. So I, I was very much aware of who Felix the Cat is. And also, as a guy who draws and, uh, you know, and I kind of consider myself more of a cartoony artist. I really love Felix's design as a character. So, yeah. Uh, Felix the Cat, I've always liked him, even though, if I'm being very honest, I've seen very little of his actual stuff. Yeah, and I was telling you, I have very specific memories of uh, a goose that laid the golden egg story. Yeah. But I'm, I'm my mind's blanking. Was that Felix the Cat, or is there another cat? I think it was, I think it was Puss in Boots. <laughs> Maybe it was Puss yeah. in Boots. Anyways, but... Quick side note, we did... Before recording this episode, watch a yeah. Felix the Cat short uh, on the old YouTubers. A bunch of them on there. And Trevor, what? Quick, a quick review. What did you think of Felix the Cat? Well, it was from 1959. Um, it was a product of its time, but it was fun. The voices were weird. Yeah. The cool thing was it was the episode about the magic bag, which I assume is what this game came from. That's right. Yes. The professor's voice was really weird. This was Felix right here. The professor's voice was strange. Yes, I'm Felix the Cat. Yeah, just really odd voices the whole time, but it was charming. Yeah, and had I a liked narrator it. for some reason. It did, yeah. At the very beginning, who read you the signs to you. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I agree with you. Uh, of its time, but enjoyable. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, especially that last scene of the professor getting his comeuppance. I don't even know... What that contraption was. So major spoilers for this Felix short called The Magic Bag. <laughs> that came out in the 1950s. The ending is just a professor getting spanked over and over by a hand robot thing. A contraption that yeah. he is actually doing himself. It was very confusing. He was pulling the lever to be yeah. spanked. I think every time he got spanked, it knocked him down into it. So he had to hit it. Yeah. Okay. It's like one of those things that just keeps... like Perpetual a, motion spanking yeah. machine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and speaking of therapy, so yeah, I do think we watched some Felix shorts growing up. Because uh, I feel like I remember this one. Um, but <laughs> That's just, I guarantee you, no other podcast has ever said that. No. <laughs> Not many things that we say. So how would you initial that? The P-M-S-M? Spontaneous. Perpetual motion. Or P- P-M-S-M. That's kind of weird. P-M-S-M. P-M-S-M. That does sound very important. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> not a lot of experience with a cartoon. Cartoon? God, said that But what about the game? The game, yes. This is a game I grew up with. And not one of those games from that magic grocery bag that I talk about that had a lot of games in it. This is one of those rare games that we got new. I'm assuming we got it once it was clearanced. So the game came out in 92. We probably got it like in 95 or something, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I was probably 11 years old or so playing <laughs> this game. Look, and this isn't a spoiler because, you know, I was... An absolutely ignorant 11-year-old. Yeah, now he's an ignorant in his 30s. Yes. But I loved this game. I loved this game. I love about this game. I love it. this is the game. Um, me and my brother, it's one that we could actually complete because it, at the time, seemed like a fair challenge compared to most NES games. We just played heck out of this thing. Like, I have nothing but good memories about it. Um, I can't even tell you how many times we played all the way through it. And for a single-player game, that was pretty rare for us. Yeah. And I would... And I came over a lot, and we didn't play this a lot because we mostly played multiplayer games when I was over. 
But we did play this a couple times. <clears throat> yeah. And I remember thinking, this is pretty good. But I never got to have it. So uh, my recent experiences with it are uh, my main memories now. But uh, <laughs> you said about anything there, right? Yeah. <laughs> my recent experiences are my main memories now. And if you get dementia, it'll be completely true all the time. I feel like I'm on my way. I'm not even saying I that. I'm not, I'm not even saying that to be a joke. <laughs> I've forgotten some weird things lately. Yeah. And my short term memory is awful. Yes. And I've forgotten some weird things lately. Who are you? <laughs> I've actually get out of my house. <laughs> I get I think that's what they call losing your mind. Yeah. I don't dream a lot, but some of the dreams I have had I'll that's actually so sad. Well, I actually don't know if it's like did I dream this or did this actually happen? Like that's happening to me a lot now. Yeah. Like I don't I don't even know if this was reality. Did I with my wife, I'm like, did I already tell you about this or did I dream I told you about this? And it's getting to the point that it's a little concerning. Yeah. So are we dreaming this or are we doing a podcast? I don't even know. Wouldn't it be terrible? But this my, is as good as my dreams get. I'll tell you that like, my stuff dream, like this. I think we're similar because my dreams are almost always, except for the ones that I sh- share with you and Tim that are over the top stupid. Yeah. If they're not over the top dumb, they're just so it's realistic. Incredibly X-rated. Uh, as, no, I wish. No, no, they're not. I wish. <laughs> Literally, I've had multiple dreams where I come across some lady who I think is into me, and I'll be like, hey, and then I'll ask her out, and she always says no. <laughs> so even in my dreams, <laughs> which is just my brain working. Yeah. <laughs> the, I I had this thought, sorry to diverge. I don't know what this has to do with Felix's magic bag, but. Dreams are magic. Yeah. I had this thought on the way to work. As you know, it's a shame all right, I'm going to get deep for a second. Uh-oh. I had the thought. I was thinking, I don't remember what it was, but, oh, well, it was just driving to work and thinking, you know, about how I dread going to work every day, as most people do. Right. And thinking, you know, I just want better for my son. If there's a way I can give him better to where he, like, achieves some dreams yeah. and does things that he actually enjoys. Yeah. And then I thought, my God, I'm only 30, what am I, 37 or 38? <laughs> I'm 37-ish. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm 38. So right, I'm 37. Yeah. Should I really already be giving up on myself and just worried about him? Like, that's kind of sad, isn't it? <laughs> well, if you think about it, it, your dreams could be making his life better. That I'm going to that good spin, Johnny. Good spin. Yeah, you're welcome. But then the second thought I had was, isn't it a shame that at my age, with the amount of experiences I've had, that at least my dreams couldn't be exciting and I like, get to do things I wouldn't be brave enough to do in real life? But I dream about, it's usually work or even like back in school but weird, but not like cool weird, just yeah. different. Also, I have a lot of dreams of going back to high school for whatever reason. Yeah. And that's just telling me that that's when my brain thinks I peaked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no joke. And I think we talked with Tim about this. I think he, well, I won't share his dreams. The best dreams, like the most exciting dreams I ever have anymore, are like walking into a store and like looking on the bottom shelf and there's some earthbound toys yes. or something Lord of the Rings, something, you know, I literally, my best dream lately was I found a box of basketball cards that I got to open <laughs> and they were cheap. So speaking of therapy. Yeah. Which um, we obviously need. You want to get into the graphics of this game? Felix the cat graphics. Let's get into it. You have less experience with this than me. Very much uh, bright, colorful, really enjoyed it, and of no surprise, it really gives off that Adventure Island feel, yep. for sure. Hudson and Soft. It, and that makes sense, because it's Hudson Soft. So, uh, 
Felix looks, I mean, he looks like Felix, which is always a good thing. But I was telling you, the one thing that I was really impressed with was how many little detailed animations they gave him. Yeah. Like when he's in the rap, for example, uh, he if you're not touching anything, he sleeps. Yeah. And they didn't have to do that. No. So that's kind of neat. Uh, and all the different vehicles and stuff that he uses. Man, this game just, to me, uh, this is a, just a notch below Mario. Like the Mario games are the top notch on those. Like a notch below Mario 3, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's still saying that this is a pretty dang. Yeah, game. I would say this is um, weren't there three Adventure Island games on the yeah. NES? Yeah, I would say this is like Adventure Island three graphics. Yes, De- it's way better graphically than the first Adventure Island, which we've covered on the show. Right, which I really enjoyed, and I love the way that game looks. But I think this looks it's definitely above, which it should be. I guess it's ninety two, but I would say graphically, um, this is upper tier NES. Like, I think at the very top, you've got Kirby's Adventure, probably. Yeah. And Mario Brothers 3 is definitely up there. This is, I would say this is, and I know, here we go again, comparing games that don't have to be compared, but it's a platformer. Right. I think it stands toe-to-toe with Mario Brothers 2, graphically. I would agree with that. That's about where I would put it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Which is really, really impressive. Which is, that's a high compliment. Yeah. And we were talking, like, Hudson Soft, I think they're just underappreciated. Yes. One of because I'm going to admit it. I said I shouldn't admit it, but because I was thinking, I always think Adventure Island, I think Hudson Soft. Right. Like, oh yeah. yeah, Felix. I love Felix. It's like, wait, there's something else huge that they make that I love. And Johnny had to Google it. It's like, oh, Bomberman. Duh. Yeah. They did a lot of stuff. Bomberman, the first, what did I say, like nine Mario Party games? I forgot that too. Yeah. yeah so they're, they've got a great lineage of, of history with video games. So uh, it, it's, it's an under appreciated company i feel because yeah. you know if you're into video games obviously you you remember the the high times of capcom and when konami was king mm-hmm. uh where you'd always want to play a game by these certain publishers yeah. and, and video game developers but hudson soft was uh for whatever reason i think it's underappreciated uh and is very much a hidden uh gem of a company yeah i agree and i'll be honest i don't know what they're doing now um, I did read that Konami bought them. Oh, in, not Konami. Yeah. Uh, in the 2000s, I believe. That's right, because there was that really bad-looking Wii Adventure Island game. Yeah. And it was probably because of Konami's involvement. Yeah. Konami makes me so mad and sad. They just make me sad because I know what they yeah. used to be. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but Hudson Soft, great company. If, if Bomberman is all they'd ever done, they'd be a great company. Yeah. But then they got games like this that are, Spoiler alert, better than you would think they would be. Yes. And, and Adventure Island games. And, oh, yeah. And the Mario Party games. I mean, the first, like, there's some real awesome Mario Party games oh, in, yeah. the, in that lineage. So, uh, But, yeah, Hudson Soft really, really uh, love them. Very much so. If we found another Hudson Soft game, I would just try it just because of their name. Oh, yeah, I'm going to look on my shelf and just try to think what other Hudson Soft games I have on the NES. I'm, yeah. I know I have others. Um, there's some other things I could definitely say about the graphics, but I think I'm going to save like all the transformations for gameplay. For gameplay. Yeah. So yeah. So sound and music. Let's get into it. Again, top notch music. I think uh, this, even though I I don't think it's the most. Top notch, remember, uh, rememberable, remember, 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 uh, I still think it's really good. Uh, I, 
especially some of those like when you're deep underwater mm-hmm. and it just gives you that dread it's almost got the jaws kind of feel, yeah. feel to it uh and the music i'm actually remembering the music now thinking back yeah, to it and there's did. a lot of a lot of games that we play where even after i've just played them the music is just out of my head but yeah. that's not the case here so to me that says something uh but that too is a hudson soft thing right because the adventure yeah. island games had great music bomberman you know so it, it continues here. I thought the music was really, really good. I agree. And as soon as I played today, so I've beaten this game more than most single player games in my life, just because it was always, whenever I played it back in the day, it was generous enough with the lives and fair enough. And I enjoyed it enough that I usually played a long way through anyways. And there is, but I've not played it in at least 20 years. And there's songs that came back to me immediately as soon as we start playing today. The one that's just like the in-between, uh, like when you're starting a level. I, I wish I could hum it. I would do it. Like That'll always be my brain now, I think. Each level has different music. Something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty close. Well, there's three like stages per world. Does it, yeah. I think each world has its own music for sure. Except for World Eight, which is just one stage, but then it goes back to World Nine, okay. which is three stages, which is weird. But that's... so, so each like level doesn't have its own music, right? But each world does. I think that's how it works. Kind of, yeah. Yes. Um. Yes. So yeah. So yeah, it's I. I think it's rock solid, and again, it's um, rock solid. I could describe a lot of things in this game that way, like it's not. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not a classic soundtrack, but when you listen to it, there's not a single tune on it that's out of place. Yeah. Even more than some games that are praised, but then you're like, well, you know what? Really, only two or three songs really stand out. On this one, there may not be two or three that really stand out, but every single one is rock solid. Yeah, so, very good. And does yeah. a great job of conveying mood for those yeah. levels. Yeah. I highly enjoy it, um, but the gameplay is where it's at. Gameplay... Let's get into it. So, it's a platformer. It's a platformer aimed at kids. And unlike most dadgum NES platformers aimed at kids, I feel like kids could eventually work their way through this. Which is one of the best things about it. But this is not a kidified NES game. This isn't like, you know, Sega did like the Berenstain Bears games and stuff that were directly aimed at children. No, this is a legit NES platformer, you know, in the same vein as, you know, DuckTales or the, a lot of those Disney games. But unlike a lot of those Disney NES games, this <clears> one's not insanely difficult. But I think it's a fair challenge. But it ramps up. It definitely ramps up. Yeah. But I don't know. That's my favorite thing about it is that it feels doable. And it's more fun than frustrating. But it's not a cakewalk. If it was a cakewalk, it would be pointless. Yeah. You know what's not pointless? What's that? That is Popeye's Chicken. This episode (laughs) of RetroPlist is brought to you by Popeye's Chicken. Right now, you can grab a medium or a large drink for a chance to win a 15,000 home tailgate package. Great for football tailgating, Trevor. You can do that right now. Or uh, if you get the if you get this on digital, you can get a free chicken sandwich. That's right, the world famous Popeye's chicken sandwich. Or try their brand new chicken nuggets, which I can personally say 
are pretty freaking awesome. Popeyes, uh, uh, what's the theme? I forgot. Uh, Popeyes, uh, it's that song. I can't tell them Retro Bliss sent you. Yeah, and and they will they will look you in the face and, and say, "Who the, the blankety blank is yeah. that?" And then they'll give you a free twelve piece chicken nugget if you steal it. So, yeah, check it out. What's that happening at Popeyes? Something like that's not it. But thank you, Popeyes, for sponsoring this show, even though you don't know you're doing it. <laughs> so, the standout feature of Felix the Cat, besides the fair difficulty, and to be honest, that's a standout feature for an NES platformer. The other thing is the transformations, the yes. magic powers. Yes. So, Felix has this bag. Uh, okay, let's just tell the gist of the story. Okay. Uh, just like almost any platformer during this era, uh, you know, uh, he, Felix has a girlfriend, Kitty, uh, another cat, who the bad guy, of course, kidnaps, and uh, Felix has to go save her. But he, but the bad guy kidnaps her because he really wants Felix's magic bag. And this bag is magic because it really can turn into almost all kinds of different vehicles. It's very, very useful. Yes. And it makes the game feel closer to Kirby's Adventure. Yes. Than Morrow, honestly. Yeah, honestly, half the fun of this game is just seeing. Like, I, I if you've never played this game, uh, I highly suggest not looking into it and just playing it, just so you can discover these different transformations yourself. You know what I just realized? This game is the absolute flip side of a game we covered on the show, Little Nemo Dream Master. Yeah. Because the coolest thing about that another super solid platformer. The coolest thing about it was the transformations. Yeah. But it was punishingly, anger-inducingly difficult. Right, yes. Whereas this one's totally fair. Like listen to an episode of Retro Blaze. Absolutely. Yeah. So, instead of going through the levels, I thought, but there's nine worlds. All of them, excuse me. <laughs> now Popeyes will do it to you. I know they sponsor us, but I think it's killing me, to be honest with you. I mean, Popeyes, I'm loving... Uh, we got the meats? I don't know. Um, there's nine worlds. Break me off a piece of that Popeyes. I think all of them except one you said have three levels apiece. Yeah. So they're like 25 levels, give or take. And none of them are super long, but they're not stupid short either. Right. So it feels like a very reasonable length. And the, be the only thing I'm going to say about the levels is each of the nine worlds is different. Like they don't repeat. They look, and even within the worlds... Each of the three levels is different enough, yeah. and they'll and they'll really change up gameplay. Yeah, uh, so it's it doesn't get too tedious at all. I didn't feel no, like in one world, which we're going to get in the vehicle, so that kind of explains more of the gameplay. But in one world, you might be just like on the ground, like Adventure Island style. But then in the next one, you're floating in a boat. Yeah, and then in the third one, you're under the water. Like yeah, that's one example. Or another one, you're in the air. In the air, yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of different ones. So the basic controls are um, jump, jump, walk. And Going left or right. Yep. <laughs> Go left and right. You don't hold anything jump, down or right. And then uh, whatever your attack button is. Yep. The other one's the attack Attack and button. jump. That's really it. Yeah. I mean, because you don't, you don't hold a button to run. He's just one speed. Right. Um, the uh, Control-wise, I think it's somewhere between the tightness of Mario and the looseness of Adventure Island. Yes. It's not quite either, though, but it feels pretty good. I That's what I was thinking when I was playing it. Uh it took me a minute to get used to it because just you, you have, especially when you're jumping on like a, 
a spring or something. You got yeah. ultimate control over how you're going. Yeah. And that throws, throws, throws me off a little bit. But other than that, I thought these controls were fantastic. And the other thing that shares a common with Adventure Island is you have hearts that are constantly depleting, not just when you're getting hit. That's your magic. Yeah. It's your magic, yes. Now, when you're, when you're in your basic form, you don't lose hearts. Right. If you get hit, you just die. One hit kill. That's exactly right. Yep. But as long as you have a magic power up and it's a leveling system that gets better and better the more of these hearts you collect, as long as you have a magic power up, if you get hit, you just go back down one level. So, like, if you're the tank, for example, you get hit, you transform back to the car. You get hit in the car, you transform back to the, the magic stardust power. If you get hit there, you go back to your basic form, and if you get hit there, you die. But of course, if you fall in a hole like all platformers, you just die, period, no matter how powered up. Right. But let's go through the power up. So, your standard just walking on the ground ability, and this is for any level where you're just walking on the ground, is the boxing glove. This is your basic ability, but even the boxing glove is better than most abilities in most platformers because it's useful. It's, it's good enough. Um, but when you get a heart power-up, and I'll tell you exactly how you get these, uh, but it's in my Bliss Quiz, so I don't want Johnny to know. Uh, <laughs> but you collect these cat faces. They're little Felix cat faces. And sometimes you get milk, which replenishes your heart, which is like your stamina. Sometimes you get the power-ups that I'm talking about. And I'll explain exactly how on the Bliss Quiz. But so boxing glove, then you got the magician. And this is where Felix puts on his top hat and has stars that burst out from him. This is like um, I don't know, like a shockwave ability. It's it's pretty effective. Um, not a big range, but it's good. But you upgrade the magician, huh? I always call this a car, but I guess it is a motorcycle. Then you get the motorcycle. Which it does. I, I always thought it was a car. Too, I think it yeah. is a car. I think the manual. Well, actually, this isn't even a manual. Oh yeah, the abilities aren't in the manual. Sadly, I think this place I found is wrong. I think it's a car. Anyways, the car is awesome. Because when you press B, according to this, you shoot out a bow, B-O. I thought it was just like a beeping sound. That's why I usually have to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> you shoot out B-O. <laughs> Anyways, you make a beeping sound and it shoots out. And it's a great ability. It's a projectile that goes not far, but it's great. I love the car. The tank is the final and most powerful power-up for the land. And there's some enemies that take multiple hits, but with the tank, they only take one. Right. But the tank... It's trickier to use because it, sh- it can shoot over enemies. It's like a bouncing ball, basically. <laughs> yeah. Johnny's giving me a weird look. I'm a little scared. <laughs> you should be scared, and you know why? Why? Because it's official, Trevor. Oh, it's no. official. There was a national taste test, all right? Uh-huh. And it pitted two of the who claimed to be the kings of chicken against each other. You in one corner... You had KFC. In the other con- uh, corner, you had Popeyes, right? And mm-hmm. guess who came out on top with a big knockout of their competition? That, of course, was Popeyes. It's official. Popeyes beat KFC uh, original recipe in a national taste test travel. So go now. Uh, get their chicken nuggets. Uh, get their uh, chicken sandwich. Uh, get, even try their shrimp. Trevor, you've tried their shrimp. I have. It was really good. And, and this is from a chicken place. Doing shrimp. Can you believe Amazing. it? Amazing. Incredible. So I'm re- loving this thing. Yeah. Love that chicken of Popeye's does the theme, actually. I had to look it up. Oh. 
<laughs> uh, go to a Popeye's today and tell them that Retro Bliss sent you. And if you're quick enough and they don't see you, you'll get some free chicken. <laughs> the five finger discount is what we call that. Yes. <laughs> Side note. Uh, please, please don't. Please don't steal. <laughs> uh, can you turn the microphone off for a second? Yeah. Here we go. Uh, click. Okay. Good. So I really am all about Popeyes right now. Yeah. But I still think KFC's original recipe is hard to beat for just taste. It's good. I like yeah. it. I ain't gonna knock it. I mean, we can't say that on the microphone. But I think I'm having recency biasness. Yeah. Because I really like that. Pop that shrimp was surprisingly good. Yeah. See, that's it's, it's definitely gonna kill me. I mean, and we and also <laughs> and also in our area, we don't have very many Popeyes, and li- literally there's one within like 40 minutes of me. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that's probably the other reason I don't get it a lot. And there's a number of KFCs. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of sad. Uh, you want me to turn the microphone back? Yeah, on? go ahead. Click. Um, so that's when you're on the ground. The tank is your ultimate ability. When you're in the air, you start out. What does he start out doing? Just paragliding or hang gliding? Yeah, is it with an umbrella? Umbrella. There you go. Yeah, yeah. he's just floating with an umbrella. Of course, it's a one-hit kill, so you want to power up as quick as possible. Yeah, and this is super cool. You get a hot air balloon, and he throws frisbees, like just. Out of the hot air balloon, he just throws frisbees. Yeah, he just tosses them. Super great memories of that as soon as I saw it. And again, this game has more character than it has to. I think every single vehicle has a face on it. The hot air balloon definitely has Felix's yeah. face on it. They're definitely all Felix themed. Yeah. And I think I told you this was my favorite, but that may not be true. The airplane? But yeah, the airplane is the ultimate air vehicle. Yeah. And I love it. It shoots bullets. When you're swimming, there's only one upgrade. You start out in a raft. <clears throat> yeah. Start out on a raft. Uh-huh. It's a little too raft. Is that what you're right? yeah. okay. I didn't want to do it two episodes in a row. I know. I'm trying to drag it in the ground. Uh, but you get a dolphin as the upgrade. That's right. And this is a good time to say. And let me say, you want to get that dolphin on purpose. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you're cracking up so much, you barely even got it out. On purpose, I think is what you said. Um, speaking of shame and needing therapy. I really do like how the levels mix it up. Yeah. The these levels, the the quote unquote swimming levels, feel very different from the ground levels. And this is not even the underwater part. This right, is just yeah. you're floating on the water. So when you jump, you have momentum and you go under the water. And I'm doing hand motions right now for your benefit. So like you jump and go under the water and you gotta time it. Like you can go under enemies. Yeah. Or you can smack right into them, you know. But really enjoyed that. Dolphin is cool. Um then you go underwater. Uh, your normal form is just scuba gear. Yep. And then uh, you're riding a sea turtle. A sea turtle, who's awesome. She yeah. has bubbles. And then? Then maybe this is my favorite. I do like this one a lot. The submarine that's yeah. shaped like Felix's head. Yeah. Totally awesome. Shoots squid missiles. Again, yeah. it could have just been missiles, but they're squid. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. But then, today, um, just for the sake of time, because I've beaten this game many times before, I stopped on maybe the fifth Brain. world. Yeah. So I didn't get to see the spacecraft, but I do remember There's a, that. It's like a, a spaceship UFO type thing. Yep. Yeah. And I believe that's all. Yep, there are 25 levels. Only 11 in the Game Boy version, just FYI. It's a much shorter game, I guess. Um, yep, every world has three levels except for eight. <clears throat> yeah, which is just one level. Yep. But it's, I, it felt longer, and it's, it's a real challenge, honestly. Levels eight and nine get really challenging. And, yeah, that's... that's the game, the, the, I think the reason it's so beatable is because there's a lot of chances to earn extra lives. Um, and when you die, you just go back to the start of that level. 
Yeah. Or um, there's like invisible check um, check marks, not check marks. Yeah. Checkpoints. Check, check, thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> checkpoints. Check the box. Where if you get past those, like it'll let you start there. Yeah. Too, it does do that. So it's very forgiving. Yeah. Um, okay. I do want to get into, obviously we're praising this game. I do want to get into one of the little, the little negatives that I noticed. Uh, it definitely suffers from, and again, I love Sonic the Hedgehog. Those are some of my favorite <laughs> games. But it does kind of suffer from the Sonic thing of uh, you'll jump because you, obviously you're supposed to jump, but you can't see where you're going to land really. Mm-hmm. And there's almost always an enemy there that you can't dodge. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's definitely times where you're just going to get hit if you don't know it. Yeah. But I don't feel like it's all that often, and I feel like it's fair enough that it didn't infuriate me. Yeah, same, same. But, uh, I mean, I would get annoyed, especially if I just got like a, a form that I yeah. liked, and then all of a sudden I got bit. <laughs> The, the most frustrated I got is when you're the tank, which is supposed to be this ultimate form. Yeah. And the little enemies can take you out because it's kind of hard to hit them. Yeah. But, yeah. Because it arcs its, its stuff. Yeah. As far as any other, like, real negatives, I mean, it is, except for the transformations, as standard as a platformer as you can possibly get. Like, I would say even compared to Adventure Island, it feels more like a standard platformer. Because Adventure Island was sort of this runner. It felt like a runner, you know? Yeah. Because you're constantly in momentum. Yes, that's true. Yes, that is a major difference between the two. Um, This felt very standard. But those transformations, you always have something going on. Yeah. And they, like I said, they switch up the level so much. Standard, but done incredibly well. Yes. So I guess, yeah. Well, I think we're pretty much getting a review territory here, though. Do you have anything else? I'm ready to give this thing a score. You ready? Use. Let's get into it. Uh, do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? I'm very care. curious what you're going to say. All right, I think I'll go so I don't change my mind because I feel pretty good about it. I love this game as a kid. You can never erase nostalgia. I don't even want to. But I can play a game today and admit, for example, Lion King. There was an episode where we went into it so excited and realized that game was more frustrating than fun. Yeah. So we can change our minds about nostalgia. But this game is just as solid as I remember. It really is. The graphics, it's a 92 NES game and it looks it. The music is fun and so so solid. And the gameplay, it's not as tight as, as again, the Mario games, but it doesn't have to be because it, it's a different game. But it's good. The controls are good. Um, you do have to get used to it a little bit. I floated off a few platforms, but you do get used to it. I think 25 levels, they're reasonable length. They don't overstay their welcome. It takes you about an hour-ish yep. to, to beat this. Um, And I guess that right there, maybe. Here's the thing. Some games, they feel a little easy when I'm done, and they're not satisfying. Um, That's like making out with me. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> therapy. So much therapy. Um, uh, wow, I'm really thrown off. Sometimes they're so easy, like they lack challenge, and it takes away from it. Yeah. This doesn't feel this way. It's just a fair enough challenge that you feel like you can do it. And at 37... With the crushing realities of life hitting over me every day, like so much water on the cliff rocks, I appreciate a game. My even my analogies don't make sense anymore. No, um, I don't think it is an analogy. Your man lost the time. I'm a man lost the time. Um, wow, 
saying. Just tell us your score. <laughs> Forty thousand. Um, God, not your credit score. <laughs> of that's a compliment. Not the number of calories I ate in a day because I ate at Popeyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, anyway. Oh yes, at my age, I appreciate the fact that I can reasonably finish the game in a sitting. Yeah, even without passwords. But the thing is, as a kid. I didn't mind the fact that I could beat the game because it's so replayable. Yeah. Like you said, just watching me play, you beat it today and you wanted to play it again. Yeah. So I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. The only reason it's not, say, a 9 or higher is because I think it was always striving to be a rock-solid game. It was never trying to be the next Mario Brothers 3 or DKC, which isn't even the same system, so I don't know why I'm saying that. And it nailed it at being a rock-solid game that's way better I'm going to compare it to one more game because people love it so much. Gremlins 2. I think this is the first game since we covered Gremlins 2 way back in the day. But, that's so much better than it should be. Yeah. yeah, Totally different game. <clears throat> 100% different. Way better than it should be. 8 out of 10. Everything this game does graphically, sound-wise, Gamgee. And gameplay-wise, I think it knocks out of the park. I truly do. Uh, I was trying to think... Where I would place this in the pantheon of NES platformers. And while it's not number one, I'd always give it to Mario 3. I think it's definitely top five territory, for sure. I can see that. It's really, really good. I absolutely adore this game. So I'm trying <laughs> I'm trying not to just be all... Go with your heart. We I, have too many middling reviews on this show. I'm, I was thinking nine all day long. Going yeah. nine. I'm going to go nine. I really love this game. I'm ready to play it again already. Yeah. It's done so well, and I think it flew under the radar. Because you just see Felix the Cat, especially in the 90s and now, and you're like, who cares? Yeah. But I promise you, this game is worth giving a try. I wouldn't uh, go buy the actual game, because it's really expensive. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, which Trevor would know, heartbreakingly so, because he used to own it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this is a long lot of... That's a trademark of Trevor's uh, life. He will... Buy a game, then he'll sell it, and then it gets really expensive. Yep. But that's what he does. Uh, and this is one of those, but there are other means to play it. Winky, winky, wink. Highly recommend it. Absolutely love this game. This game is Retro Bliss approved with the average score of eight and a half. I can do that, man. Fantastic. Yeah. Wow, yeah. This. Wait, right, you just say something entertaining. This is the best game we've played in a while, and I'm going to see how long of a while. Ooga, ooga, booga, booga. Oh, Lord, uh, Popeyes. I love right, Popeyes. So here we go. The last thing we did was Legend of the River King, which listened to that, but it didn't quite get that average. Hard Driving, listened to that episode, but it fell just shy of an average of eight and a half. It was close. Blade for Game Boy Color was more middle of the road for me, and yeah. King Salmon was so close, but yeah. <laughs> I don't think Johnny's Four was quite there. Neo Turf Masters was fantastic, but I think this got even higher than that overall. I believe so, yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VI. Don't want to talk about it. Keep going. Felix the Cat. That's more retro bliss approved. <laughs> Pepsi Man was good, but no Felix. My goodness, home improvement. Okay, Donkey Kong Country 3. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> We gave Felix the Cat a much higher score than we could find. <laughs> We're morons. We, we have no credibility. Oh. But I stand by it. I played that game 21 hours. I deserve to give it whatever I gave it. I stand by it, though. Donkey Kong Country 3? I don't know. I feel like you were more... I can't remember what you gave it. 
It's not as good as two. I know that. Yeah, it, it, that's probably so it's been like ten episodes since we covered a game anywhere near as good as Felix the Cat. Yeah, don't know what the point of that was, but <laughs> then we actually got to play a good game. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, uh, that we a game that we both agree is good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Felix the Cat, uh, go give it a try if you're able to. Very much an awesome game. Uh, Trevor, I think it's time for us to take a break, and I know we've had a lot of commercials. So what's one more? You know, <laughs> let's just run it. You know why Louisiana food is the best food in the world? Cause we're slow cooking. You heard the man. Well, slow cooking's about to pay off fast with some deliciously good deals on my amazing Popeyes chicken. How good? I'm talking four pieces for only five dollars. Good. You heard me. Four for five dollars. Good. Or ten pieces and all this for twenty. Good. I'm talking. Ooh, now I'm hungry. Good. Deals like this are why you don't just like Popeyes. You love that chicken from Popeyes. And we're back. Man, my arteries feel super clogged. Man, I just, I just love that chicken at Popeyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Help it. Oh man. But Johnny. Yes, Trevor. Oh my gosh. What? We didn't ask for feedback. Did we not? Did we not? Did you? I did we? I don't remember. I thought you did. I'm so used Well, to let's you. look. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it this way. Fan feedback? Don't remember. I'm scrolling. Right. I started to think I didn't, because we've gone back. We're nope. recording every week now, and I've just I didn't feel like it was time yet. Most certainly didn't. Well, I'm sorry, fans, but I'm sure. Let's pretend. Let's think what they would say. Okay, Timmy Mac. Um, Timmy Tim's always supportive of us, yeah. so he would say, "Hey, great game. I love it." Yeah, great show, guys. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Coed, uh, go play Solomon's Key, guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's what he sounds like. Uh, Michael Tahapathan. Yeah. Said, good day, mate. Kangaroo Barbie. Kangaroo Barbie? On the Barbie? On the Barbie. <laughs> I like Kangaroo Barbie. The Barbie. That's, that's the Barbie that I never got to see. I think that was all the fan feedback. Yeah, sure. Uh, Christopher uh, Skulls. Uh, love you guys. There we go. Yeah. Um, Thanks, dude. Yeah. Uh, this feels like I'm just making up very positive stuff for yes. me to hear, so I feel better about myself. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey, uh, 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 Christopher Kellogg, I don't mind that you guys are fat. It's fine, you know? <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Christopher Kellogg. Yeah, thank you. All right, this is kind of harsh for coming from him, but yeah, but I take any sort of compliment, even those that are completely backhanded. Yes, because I only focus on the positive. Speaking of backhanded, before we move into the next thing, I'm a fat piece of garbage. We beg for reviews. We beg, and it's been an ungodly amount of time. But one snuck in, and we never read it. Oh, is that for real? Yeah, on iTunes. You didn't even tell me this. I thought I did, but I may not have. On August 9th, so we're now a month late. Yeah. Jamie Ziegler. Why does that name sound so familiar? I don't know. Anyways, you asked for a review, so here you go. <laughs> it's been over a year since I wrote a review. Oh, that's why it's familiar. <laughs> so he somehow wrote two reviews. I, I don't That's fine. Write two reviews, Valencia. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. It's been over a year since I wrote a review. Telling I you, didn't know you could do that. I didn't either. Telling you guys how great you are, and over a year later, nothing has changed. That's well, good. Some things have changed. I've gained a lot of weight. And I'm much, much more sad. Okay. But then he said, I would love a... Re <laughs> so then he calls you out directly in the review. Okay, good. What's he say? He would love a response to what you wrote on the Xbox. 
So he wrote you a message on Xbox. Oh. He would like a response. Oh, that's, I now remember Yeah, it. I did tell yeah. you. And, and now it's even worse because you still ignored it. <laughs> no. No. Here's the truth. As in with almost anything that I have, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, almost all of the things when somebody who I'm not already connected to reaches out to me, it's almost always a bot. So I've gotten yeah. used to just not ignoring it completely and deleting yeah. it, which is what I did to uh, I, Jamie Ziegler. Jamie's uh, message. So send me another one, Jamie. I'll try to remember that David actually responded this time. And I did the same thing to Christopher Scholes. He sent me a Facebook friend yeah. request. And he's a really nice guy. And I clicked on it. I'm like, nah, I think it's a bot. Because everybody that tries to friend request me has been hacked. Everybody. Yeah. Um, but I felt really bad because it was really him. <laughs> Here's the big so, twist at the end. Trevor's the one doing the hacking. Yep. So speaking of hacks. Yeah. I think it's time for everybody's favorite segment. What's that? The, the Bliss, Bliss Quiz. Quiz. something off because it's what I do. Trevor. <clears throat> yes, Johnny. <laughs> I'm just disappointing in this question because you literally told me that you looked this up. We'll see if I have any memory. Right, just uh, behind the scenes. Trevor sends me a text, right? <laughs> and he goes, hey, I'm going to focus on this area of the game for my Bliss Quiz. So if you want to focus on the character himself, that'd be great. So yeah. I said, okay. So that is what I did. All right, so just remember that. But I thought you would go further than the first thing that comes up on Google. <laughs> no. That's where I messed up. <laughs> you don't realize that I have other shows after the intense, deep research This on? is the only thing that matters to anybody. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Trevor, pretend you didn't know this was coming. Okay. In what year was Felix the Cat created? You got to get it on the dot. I would have given you some leeway if I didn't know you'd already yeah. seen this. So, I'm going to say 1917. 1919. No. Oh, yeah. That's what I get first cheating. Well, you didn't really cheat. Yeah. You just uh, went back on your word. 1919. I'm just a liar, not a cheater. Yeah. That's over 90 years old. Wow. Yeah. So Felix is probably dead. <laughs> Especially in cat years. Your first question. Yeah. Good gosh, how old is 90 in cat years? It's like hundreds and thousands. I'm really good at math. Something like that. God, this Popeyes is really getting to me, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> okay. In a good way. We In a good way, yeah. yeah. So, which is false? Okay. Three choices, find the false thing. All right. A, you get a magic power-up every time you collect ten Felix heads. B, you get three milk bottles every time you collect five Felix heads. C, the placement of magic power-ups is randomized after every death, which is false. The last one. You're right. So, as a foolish, ignorant child, I never realized. I always thought it was random when you got the power-ups. It's every ten cat heads you collect, you get a yeah. power-up. And they're so generous with And them. they're super generous, yeah. yeah. And every five, you get the milk bottles, which replenishes your stamina. That's one for you, none for me. Trevor, number two. I'm going to give you three things. One of them is not true. Okay. Tell me which one is false. All right. A, Felix was more popular than movie stars in his era. B, Felix started out in print before going to film. 
as a newspapers. I don't know why I didn't put newspapers. <laughs> Trevor C. Felix was in over 250 newspapers at one time. Which one of those is false? I think it's C, not because it doesn't sound believable, but because I believe the first two are true. Trevor, actually, he started in film before print. Really? Dang yep. it. Yep. Dang, I'm zero for two. Your second question, Johnny. Oh, I love this one so much. I can't tell if you're serious. Or not. I know, I really love this question. So, I told you to stay away from the instruction manual. Which I did. There was not a whole lot in it, but there was one great part. Okay. In the back of the manual, there's a section titled, For Parents Only. Okay. And this is the text in the manual. For those of you who have children who are a little too enthusiastic about video games, we offer this free pamphlet to create creatively work with your children around the issue of their video game hobby. Yes, a video game developer calling video games an issue. That's huh. pretty great, isn't it? Yeah. But what's the title of this free pamphlet, Johnny? So you can order this free pamphlet okay. to talk to your children about their video game issue Yep. from Hudson. Is it called A, The Professor's Magic Tips for Electronic Discipline? Tips. Tips, yes. <laughs> I'm going to get beat now, just like you in this salmon fishing episode. So is it The Professor's Magic Tips for Electronic Discipline? Wow, that sounds really bad when, <laughs> when I read the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, we can do this. So, all right. So you got the first one out. Right? Yeah. B. <laughs> Master Higgins' 10 tips for reasonable play. Okay. C. Felix's friend to children guide to withholding video games. Or D. Hudson's guide to keeping the digital devil in hell where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to be at last one, just because that's such a great name. I'm going to go with C. Felix's friend to children, guide to withholding video games. Yeah. No, the correct uh. title for this pamphlet is Master Higgins' 10 Tips for Reasonable Play. Tips. Tips. Yeah. <laughs> so now you have two. So this is just for honor. I can't beat you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm crowded over here. All right. <clears throat> Trevor, how many animated films... Was oh. Felix in? I will, if you're within. Well, give me a percentage, like 10% or something. If you can do the math for me, then yeah. yes. Okay. So I know, and I didn't want to admit this because I was afraid to be one of your questions. I know he started in silent films. That's when he started, yeah. Yeah, which I guess is obvious because it was 1919. Yeah. Um, and we watched one from 1959, and you told me they did a reboot in 1980s. Yeah. Oh, God. 300. I know you're not within 10%. Uh, it was 184. Uh, yeah. I should have said 200. I did think that. <laughs> well, so I've got zero for three, and your questions were reasonable. That's the bad part. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm just as surprised as you are. So you've already beat me, but just to rub it in my face. Yeah. This rubs it in my face in multiple ways. Okay. So Johnny, I... I got a coupon for that. Yeah. So we didn't buy many new games, but we bought Felix the Cat new, and I was a weird kid who took extraordinarily good care of my games. Yes. I kept a box and manual tucked away like in a plastic box. Uh, it had all the paperwork with it and we took good care of our games. Um, But like right before the time where I started to get nostalgic for NES games and I just started randomly looking them up on eBay 
My complete in box Felix in near mint condition. From what I remember, I sold it for around $50. And I was ecstatic back then before our NES games were just old games then. Like, I wasn't nostalgic for them yet. Right, yeah. I mean, I liked the game, but for 50 bucks, heck yeah, I can get a new AAA title for that, you know? Yeah. I regret it terribly now. So, Johnny, just get within 10%. I didn't go looking for a crazy listing. The last sold, the most recently sold game in a similar condition to mine, honestly not even as good of condition, but just complete in box. Okay. On eBay, the most recently <laughs> sold. What did it sell for? Yours sold for 50 How long ago did you sell it, give or take? Give or take, probably... Ten years. Yeah, probably at least ten years. Like a decade. Yeah. Um I do I didn't look up how much this is going for, but I do know it's one of the expensive ones. Uh just the most recent sold. Not a crazy listing. There's plenty of crazy ones. Hundred and twenty dollars. Uh no, three hundred and seventy dollars. No, yeah. My brain wanted to say three hundred at yeah. least, but I didn't do it. Three hundred seventy dollars for one even similar condition. But of mine. you made fifty bucks. But I made fifty bucks, and whoever bought that from you could make three hundred. And I brought I bought fifty dollars worth of therapy. Yeah, so it didn't work. Which is nothing. No, really. No. Oh well, that was a good game. I really enjoyed it. I did too. I did too. <laughs> man, turn, man, turning the Felix over there. Popeye's chicken's doing a number on me. It really is a good number. A good number. Yeah, a great number. Yeah, number too soon. We love that chicken at. Popeyes. Give me a break of that Popeyes. Popeyes, we're loving it. Uh, hungry? Why wait? Popeyes. Subway. Popeyes. That guy's problematic. Well, that's why they don't use him anymore. That's true, yeah. They use other people. Um, uh, do we know? Let's see. We already announced on Pocket Reviews the next game we're covering is Tales Adventure. Tales Adventure. Yeah. So uh, go. Uh, be sure to wait for that <laughs> or go play it. Yeah, and await our wonderful review. I'm sure we're, we're going to just do it justice. Yeah. Uh, do we know what game we're going to cover next for this show? I don't even know if we've talked about it. I I know I've mentioned one that I wanted to do. It's another platformer. You can say that loud. We can still change our minds. Sonic 3. Oh, yeah. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Do we want to follow right up with that? I don't I don't mind. Let's just make this like a, a Retro Bliss uh, platforming month. <laughs> yeah, even though it's basically the middle of the month. That yeah. works for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, getting... Sonic 3, heck yeah. Oh, okay, alright. Also, Trevor, I want to bring this up right now. Yeah. I have not talked to you about this, but um, uh, this is September, uh, so that means next month is... Retro Scare Month. Retro Scare Month. So, oh. uh, if you follow us on Facebook... Oh, I got one! Or on Retro Blessed, if you want a suggestion for a spooky game we haven't covered yet, please feel free to tell us. And Trevor also already has one, so... Yeah. Stay tuned. We're going to try to bring that theme back since we're doing multiple episodes a month now. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I'm really looking forward to some spooky games. Oh, yeah. All right. So for Trevor, I'm Johnny. Thank you, Blister, so much. You all are awesome and you rock. And remember, uh, eat that chicken up five pies. I think I need to go throw up.